Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So 482, not 481. I got that wrong yesterday. And we haven't spoken in a couple weeks. Entirely my fault for my own scheduling conflicts and being an idiot. Um, but I would assume... You've seen, you've been paying attention to the G7, but the more guests or the more feedback I get from guests and specifically with you is that you're a brilliant woman, you're an insightful woman, you're sharp as a tack. These are all verbatim things I'm repeating about you to the point where I've realized that I think the less that I talk when I have you on, <laughs> seriously, I, I think with some episodes, I, I add a good dynamic. I think with you, you too. people, yes, you do. thank you. That's the reason why it's Tommy's podcast. Uh, my ego, I need a certain amount of stroking, but with you, so I don't want to bottleneck the potential that you have, the potential of Claire Lopez episodes. No, with my you own know what? Mind. A conversation works best, okay. you know, back and forth. Okay. People like to see that, I think. So okay. I'm good with that. Okay. So, that being said, what do you want to jump off on? I thought, okay, well, let, me, let me start. I thought what was perhaps most uh, interesting was um, now that the Wuhan lab leak theory is becoming more and more, which you can go on this podcast, we've been saying since about February 2020, thank you very much. But I've also been banned for that several times. With I still have the emails spreading medical misinformation about vaccines and or the origins of COVID. And you are now seeing that uh, those episodes or those uh, people uploading videos with those topics are now they're staying up on YouTube. They're not getting a little banner. They're they're kind of like, oh, this was OK. Like John Stewart came out the other night on Stephen Colbert. And I can't stand Colbert. He has no soul. John Stewart, I still think he's funny, but he had a great thing. He was like, you know, if there's an outbreak of chocolatey goodness in Hershey, oh, yeah. Pennsylvania, do you think everyone would be saying, oh, my God, did a steam shovel mate with a cocoa bean? No, you'd say it's the fucking chocolate factory. He was like, what's in Wuhan? And just two weeks ago, that would have been labeled a medical misinformation yeah. and been censored and taken down. Now it's out. The point I want to make about this is some people are saying, well, censorship was necessary because we thought it was misinformation, but now we know it's true. My point is, is no, you you. It's not censorship until and then we say, okay, that's good. It's allowed. You have to let free speech flow. That's the only way we get to the bottom of these things quicker. I don't know which which way you want to take that, the free speech way or the Wuhan lab well, leak way. Yeah, so I, th I think a few things have occurred recently that have uh, shifted the narrative, if you will. Um, one, and this is a super uh, hat tip to Tom Fitton and uh, the folks at Judi Judicial Judi Watch. Watch yeah. Uh, through FOIA requests, as we know, they've they've obtained hundreds of pages of emails from Dr. Dr. Anthony Fauci, who, of course, is the many decades long uh, director of the NIAID, National Institutes of Allergy, uh, Allergies and Infectious Diseases, which itself is a division of the National Institutes of Health. Um, 
And those emails uh, have been quite revealing, even with the many redactions in them. Um, but basically what it shows uh, is that the United States government, um, from the Health and Human Services Department of the Cabinet, straight on down through NIH, NIAID, through the NGO cutout that they all use called EcoHealth Alliance, headed up by Peter Daszak, all of the above, um, completely um, implicated in the funding, that's us, U.S. taxpayer dollar funding, uh, as well as collaboration uh, with Chinese researchers and scientists they either knew or should have known uh, were subordinate to the People's Liberation Army of China, the PLA, uh, the CCP, uh, Chinese Communist Party, and their sprawling biological weapons program. Knew or should have known, uh, but now it's coming out. And I think that has really shifted people's attention and uh, they're thinking about all this. Are we going to see anything come from it or are we actually, is it just, I think it was Trump said two weeks ago, we should, we should, uh, we should demand $10 trillion in, uh, in damages from uh, damages. China. Yeah. And if they don't pay it, then we should cancel that from our own debt. Is that just, is that just Trump blowing smoke or? Well, if Trump were president, sure. uh, it, it would carry a lot more weight. Sure. Or th um, that at, idea at in general. Um, but, but, but here's the thing. At the very minimum, to, to, to begin all of this uh, disentanglement, if you will, um, I do think we're going to see uh, more and more demands coming out of Congress for hearings, uh, for testimony um, uh, by, by these you know, top public health officials to include Dr. Anthony Fauci, who was really grilled about a week ago or so um, by, uh, was it was it Representative Jim Jordan, I think, who did that? Or am sure. I mixing that up with? Uh, I'm not sure. I've, I've seen uh, so Matt many videos Gates. of different. In any case, um, excellent uh, questions put to him. Other people like Senator Ron Johnson out of Wisconsin have also been on top of this. Senator Tom Cotton out of Arkansas since the very beginning. So you're going to see more of that, I think. Um, and also, you're going to see more popular demand now coming up from the grassroots to the representatives um, to get to the bottom of it, because now people are beginning to realize, you know, we've been fed, uh, not only fed a pack of lies uh, about where this came from and, and, and how this all got started without the true information that it's a Chinese Communist Party biological weapons program, um, but that a lot of the policies like lockdowns and masking for infants, uh, you know, under the age of three months or whatever, it was completely bogus and unnecessary. And the shattered lives, the broken businesses. I read um, just recently something like 40% of American small businesses are destroyed and they will not come back. Yes, uh, hopeful that others will take their place, but what about those people? What about their businesses? You know, the ones that they put their, their life savings and, and, and heart and soul and work into, and now they're gone because of policies based on what turns out to be Chinese Communist Party propaganda, information operations, essentially. Yeah, and one thing I, I've been pointing to recently, and I don't, maybe I said this with you last time, it might not have been, but it's, so now it's, at first it was the conspiracy theory, did it come out of a lab, and now... 
at the same time, we're almost right back at square one of naivety of people being like, well, it was probably not intentional. And everyone's, yeah, it was probably unintentional. Well, a year ago, if you said it came out of a lab, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. And now if you say, oh, okay, it probably came out of a lab. And then I say, I think intentionally, it's no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So I guess we'll find that out in another 12 months. But to me is it all comes down to, so it's an event horizon. It's a black hole where not even light can escape. We're pretty sure it's coming out of that lab, correct? And now it's, well, how did it get out? Intentional or accident? And I think everyone deserves the benefit of the doubt. I think everyone gets at least, you know, they get one. But when we're looking at where it's coming from and the country it's coming from and their stated 2049 goal and their unrestricted warfare and their asymmetric warfare and their spoken threats at what they want to do to the West, I think they lose. If I if it's. 1963 and there's an Instagram and a Twitter and I'm Lee Harvey Oswald and every day I'm posting fuck JFK fuck posting pictures of me and my rifle and then one day they find me up in the school book depository and they don't have any videos of me pulling the trigger everyone deserves the benefit of the doubt but when you get to that guy and you look at the past actions you go I think we kind of suspend the benefit of the doubt and we say this is what this was they're a country that will use any means necessary to destroy the western hegemony this is one of them. Do you think we're going to get to that? Or is that an answer that can't objectively be found? Well, I think the basic premise of all analysis now going forward and should have been before um, about this virus, other viruses, uh, research in China, the premise has got to be, the starting point has got to be China, the Communist Party of China, the PLA together run a massive network of biological weapons labs. That is offensive biological weapons uh, agent research uh, when China is a and continues to be a 1984 signatory to the Biological Weapons Convention, which unfortunately doesn't. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. have any teeth for enforcement, but there it is, and their signature is on it and remains on it. So the starting point has got to be that biological weapons program. Go from there uh, in all analysis that follows. Now, um, you know, which lab this uh, was was created in? Probably several. Probably wasn't just one or another. Um, which lab did it escape from one way or another? Probably the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Um, whether it was deliberate or accidental, we may never know that. But what we do know um, from their own, you know, written uh, doctrine, military doctrine and otherwise, is that biological warfare is absolutely part of um, the Chinese Communist Party's war fighting doctrine. You can go back to the 1999 unrestricted warfare. You can go to the secret speech of Xi Xiaoxian back in about 2003 or so. 
All of this is online in English. You can go then also and read some of the scientific studies that include uh, authors um, who are absolutely part of the PLA's uh, biological warfare program. Um, you, you, you put all of that together and there's plenty of culpability, uh, even if we cannot ever determine with certainty how the virus eventually made its way out. Mm-hmm. That we just may never know. But the premise is they deliberately created this thing. They genetically modified uh, existing viruses. They sliced and pi- spliced and diced, kind of copy-pasted uh, sequence into the genomic sequence um, that they already had. Backbone of, of a, a bat coronavirus was the backbone. Um, we have all that. Uh, we go from there, I think. It's an interesting thing that if it, it if it turns out to be an intentional bioweapon, that changes the game because if I have this correctly, not casualties, but actual deaths behind the Civil War, it will be the most lethal war. Yeah. Well, we know that, I guess, millions have, have died worldwide. It, it's difficult to, um, to really... Uh, you know, uh, put numbers on this because different countries manipulated their numbers in different ways. China, uh, it's it's pretty well uh, accepted, manipulated their numbers downward to make it seem like they had fewer uh, casualties from this SARS-CoV-2 virus. In the United States, it was just the opposite. The numbers are massively inflated. Uh, and we know this from the CDC website, which months ago now, already, um, admitted that um, only approximately 6% of the total numbers they had actually reported uh, as being SARS-CoV-2 virus-caused deaths actually were. All the rest, the remaining 94% of the numbers they've reported, uh, were people who uh, were either quite elderly and or had three or more comorbidities, things like heart disease, diabetes, and so forth. And they also included in their numbers um, and encouraged hospital reporting to do the same thing, uh, for which, by the way, the hospitals got extra money if uh, a patient was diagnosed or died of uh, this virus. Um, they, they, uh, they, they encouraged the, uh, the hospital reporting to include in their numbers anybody who died of a heart attack or a stroke or, or some other, other comorbidity, but at the time of death, they could find a speck of the virus on their PJ somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the whole question of how they do the testing. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, uh, when, when, when they do the testing, um, it's, it's very often not what anybody in their right mind would consider it good, accurate testing because they'll take a sample, let's say, from a swab or whatever, and um, they can't really see or find any virus. So in the laboratory, they pump it up. They, they, uh, they uh, send it through various cycles, as many as 30, 35, or 40 different cycles to amplify the presence of the virus, kind of like on your your uh, computer screen, you can't quite read the uh, the ten point font, and so you hit um, you know the magnifier to take it up to twelve or fourteen font. 
Um, that's what they're doing. And when they finally, after 30 or 35 different iterations of amplification, oh, now I can see it. There it is. You died of you died of the virus. It's bogus. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and um, I don't I don't think a lot of people realize that. So back to your numbers. Yes, there's a terrible there's a terrible cost to all of this. And many, many hundreds of thousands, millions of people did die of this. And every last one of those lives is a tragedy a loss of life. Um, but we do have to recognize that there have been some real games played with the numbers um, here and elsewhere. Well, either way, it seems like there is, it, this implies something much bigger. It's either we say that the Chinese have now killed more Americans than any other nation in combat, or we say that the media has implicitly lied in a, in a conspiratorial sense over the last year. It's one or the other. Well, no, it's both. Yeah, it's both. Well, that's that's what I mean. Is it's, it's either trying yeah. to kill more Americans than any other, or the media lied and pushed things that they knew were false, and Fauci pushed things he knew. Well, no, were it's false. both. Yeah. The, the, the Chinese are responsible. The Chinese Communist Party is yeah. responsible for deaths of many, many Americans and and others around the world too, and the media um, didn't do its job. Yeah. Shall we put it that way? Yeah. Well, what I meant was with in terms of more deaths than any other U.S. war, it's so it's it's a it's above. Well, maybe. That's well, what I mean. That's I, what mean, I mean. Regardless, it's we're never going to really know yeah. because the numbers are so muddied at this point. We'll never know what the true numbers are. And it was all for for an agenda of one sort or another. Will we see any heads roll? Will there be any actual or is it going to be like 2008 where 13 years later we're still like, ah, those bankers, nothing really happened? Are we actually going to see something? Whereas that was not to lessen the implications of that, but that was money and it's more of a, an abstract thing. And I get that's very easy for me to say. I don't have kids to support versus actually dying in a respirator and not being able to talk to your family members in your final moments. Are we actually going to see any sort of for lack of a less hyperbolic term, any Nuremberg trial, any, are we going to see something? Is someone going to happen or is it the only thing that could happen is, is what do we nuke China, which you can't do because that's the end of the world. Is, does anything happen? Does Fauci, does, does anything happen? Do they find a patsy somewhere for the sheer sake of giving some bacon to the rabid dogs? Well, I'm, I'm sure folks have, have noticed that, uh, you know, Dr. Fauci has been under quite an, a public um, assault uh, in the media and elsewhere over these last at least couple, three weeks or so. Um, people are finally realizing, you know, what his role was, not just in misleading everybody um, with his, his various pronouncements uh, from behind the podium and, and to news um, interviewers and so forth, um, but in terms of the actual funding of and collaboration with these Chinese bioweaponeers. Mm -hmm. So he's been under a lot of criticism lately. Don't know, the White House seems to be standing behind him right now. Um, but others like, you know, former uh, CDC director, uh, Dr. Redfield, yeah. uh -huh, um, you know, is, is uh, openly talking about uh, his doubts, um, his his concerns, and, and that he was brushed off, and not only brushed off, but received death threats for uh, the, 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 the questions that he, he had been rightly asking. So 
I don't know if anyone will be held to account or not is the bottom line. Okay. Well, if we can't have anyone held to account, will there at least be any changes in the way we go about things in terms of, I mean, manufacturing from China, not depending on China, taking the 2049 plan more seriously? Could this lead to any sort of change in, in, in the monopolistic big tech grip on the world, labeling things as misinformation and taking it down and then a year later realizing it was indeed fact? Do we see anything like that? Do we see some sort of uh, extrapolated abstraction from the Supreme Court about free speech saying, yes, these are private companies, but this is also we're at an, we're at an extraordinary case where five CEOs, four CEOs control the information that 7 billion people see, or is, are we going to get anything out of this? Or are we truly going to keep going forward and saying, don't do that again, you? Is nothing going to happen? Are we sticking our heads back in the sand? Well, given that Congress controls the purse strings of funding from the U.S. government, um, I am hopeful that at, at the very least, uh, there will be legal measures passed to ban uh, such kind of research as gain-of-function and to ban research in collaboration uh, with with a country and its researchers um, known to be in violation of the Biological Weapons Convention. Mm -hmm. I'm hopeful that, you know, with leadership like, uh, you know, Representative Jim Jones, uh, Senator Tom Cotton, Senator... um, um, from from uh, Wisconsin, um, you know, and others, Matt Gates and, and so forth, Florida, um, that there'll be a, a serious tightening of the purse strings um, that would flow to cabinet departments and then on down NIH, NIAID, and so forth. And and I know I'm asking you all these questions as if you're the authority that knows everything. Claire, where's the secret to life? How do I become happy? Do I? How do I find it's but I'm going to keep asking them anyway. What do you think about the the kind of the CDC, I believe, issued a report last week or maybe even less than seven days ago for future listeners. Today is June 17th, 2021. About the the it's they're finally coming to light that there does seem to be a massively higher than average uh, incidence of myocarditis in healthy young males who have received the vaccine, whereas again, from six months ago to up to about 10 days ago, if you said that uh, you'd be labeled as misinformation, hate speech, or whatever the fuck they're trying to call it now, are we are we going to start seeing some light shed on that where you can only hide so many cases of, you know, that one guy that posted that picture on Twitter. He's like 23. He's like, I'm 23. I'm a healthy runner. He's like, I got the vaccine. The next day I had a heart attack. And it's like a selfie from the ICU. Are we going to see that facade start to crack? Um, I, I think it is beginning to, uh, certainly here in the United States, upwards of 5,000 people have died uh, in the direct aftermath of having taken one or other of these um, experimental gene therapies. They're not vaccines, of course, at all. Um, and uh, earlier indications uh, involve blood clots, if we remember that. Uh, and now the myocarditis uh, of young people, which is totally um, inexplicable in, in any other way. Um, yeah, light is being shed on that. There is this uh, reporting system called the VAERS 
system, um, the the uh, vaccine adverse effects reporting services site. Yeah, or, I, I might have one or you know the, the the exact name wrong there, but it's it's the public reporting site for adverse reactions uh, to a vaccine. But it's it's really difficult to 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 follow the data there, and and to see exactly what the data are saying. But uh, even anecdotally. Um, you know, cases like that young man you just mentioned um, are, are coming to public attention. Um, and it, it needs to be looked at. I mean, there are certain vaccines, uh, that's air quotes, of course, like AstraZeneca, which has actually been banned in, in countries mm-hmm. of Western Europe, for example, yeah. uh, because of adverse effects. Um, but, uh, you know, so far here, they're, they're still going gangbusters trying to promote these things. Um but as more and more cases pile up, I mean, over 5,000 people have died. That's that's unheard of, you know, for uh, any, any vaccine or collection of vaccines going back 50 years. Yeah. Add them all together and you don't have that number of deaths. Yeah. I mean, if there was airborne Ebola, I, I think that would probably be an acceptable margin, 5,000 deaths as opposed to 50% of all people. But it's not. It's a shitty Chinese bioweapon. What is on what is on your mind, period, Claire? What's what's on, in in your brilliant mind? What in the news? COVID, Israel, G7. What's 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 getting the gears turning? Well, I think uh, we okay, let's let's go to uh, sort of world events and yeah. I think we're all uh watching or at least sort of paying attention to the uh meetings of the G7 um in Europe and then uh later um the next day uh, what was that yesterday, I guess, um, when uh, President Biden met up with President Putin of Russia in Geneva. And um, lots and lots of reporting flowing out from that. I guess what I'll say, uh, just by way of generalization, um, kind of a big nothing burger all the way around. Uh, in terms of the much ballyhooed Biden-Putin uh, meetup, um, President uh, President uh, Putin of, of Russia basically got everything he wanted before the meeting ever took place. And in particular, you know, that would be uh, the go ahead from uh, the Biden administration, the lifting of opposition uh, to the completion of what's called the Nord Stream uh, pipeline, gas pipeline going from Russia into Western Europe, uh, specifically into Germany. Um, which had been held up by the Trump administration because, hey, um, NATO, um, to which both Germany and the United States and others in in Europe um, are you know belong, uh, was was created in the aftermath of World War II and at the onset of the Cold War, precisely to counter the aggression of then Soviet Union um, and now uh, Russia, um, and. For NATO, the United States government, we the taxpayer, uh, pay a good hefty percentage of of the defense costs, never mind stationing our U.S. troops in various bases around Europe, Western Europe, um, as a counter, as a physical counter uh, to any um, concept or thought of of aggression uh, coming out out of Russia. And here you've got Germany. You know, um, NATO member, um, lots of U.S. troops and bases in Germany since World War II. 
uh, U.S. government, um, you know, pouring a lot of funding into that. And uh, Germany turns around and accepts being placed into a position of potential blackmail by the Russians um, via this gas pipeline, which, you know, in, in, in just sort of pure I don't know, economic or, or geographic terms, you would say, well, yeah, naturally, Russia has gas and oil, Europe needs it, uh, it's geographically in, in proximity, it makes sense. Okay, yeah, but but then what's NATO for? Um, you know, to, to, to allow a, a prime key, big NATO member like Germany to, to fall under what could potentially be a blackmail situation, turn off the spigot uh, from Russia uh, in the middle of the dead of winter, they, they have actual real winters up there. Mm-hmm. And, 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 uh, unless you, uh, you know, do this, thus and, and such and such. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that is the point that a lot of analysts and observers are making about the Biden Putin summit that Putin already got what he wanted. Never mind, you know, that, um, you know, media opportunity on the big stage, uh, of a summit, with the president of the United States. Now, agreed, Biden probably needed to meet with Putin one-on-one, yeah. Um, but the the benefits to Moscow, to many observers and to me, seem um, much more than in the other direction. As a matter of fact, I don't, I don't see any benefits accruing to the United States out of that. What do you think in this... <clears throat> I don't think this episode will be able to have a title because the topics. What do you think? What, what do you think about DeSantis sending uh, F- Florida Florida law enforcement officers to the southern border to help do what the federal government won't do? Well, we're looking at Governor Greg Abbott, of course, well, Texas, uh, of the yeah, state of Texas, who um, has pledged now and and pledged the funding uh, to construct a border wall. Uh, on Texas state territory, um, in uh, in places and 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 uh, in in, in uh, you know locations where uh, Biden has stopped any kind of construction of a federal um, Excuse me, wall. Um, no, no, did you got to do? Um, where, where the Biden administration has stopped any kind of border wall construction? Um, uh, Greg Abbott, Governor Greg Abbott, uh, has a responsibility to uh, the state of Texas, to the people of Texas, to protect them uh, from the massive invasion of illegals pouring across the border, which are not just unaccompanied children, which is heartbreaking enough, little kids left alone, crying and and, and abandoned, Um, but much worse than that, or at least uh, in addition to that, maybe we should say, um, all kinds of traffickers human traffickers, sex traffickers, child traffickers, narcotics traffickers, and who knows what else. Um, he has an obligation, and so do other states, um, leadership, governors, to, to, to protect their people against what's, what's flowing unimpeded across that border. Do you think DeSantis or Abbott is going to run in 2024, or do you think Trump's going to run? Oh, I do think Trump plans to run. Um <laughs> You know, as for the two governors, I I don't know. Um, They're both doing uh, quite a good job uh, in their own states as governors, and neither has made any kind of 
you know, hint or announcement, um, except, uh, you know, continuing to support um, Republican candidates for the midterms in 2022 next year. Do you think anything whatsoever is going to come out from the election audits that are going yes. on? Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. If you don't think um, it's obviously, Arizona is going to be first. Um, as I've uh, read, uh, they have, I think, now completed the hand count of uh, the paper ballots, and they are going to be moving now to other parts of the forensic audit, which have to do with some of the equipment and the software um, that, that were used there. Uh, this is in Maricopa County of Arizona, which includes the city of Phoenix. Um, and uh, they expect, I think, to be finished with all of that by the end of June or thereabouts. Um, it'll take some time to write up a report after that, a final report. So, I mean, we're looking at a number of weeks, certainly, before any kind of final reporting comes out. But, you know, even up until now, given... Um, you know, some of some of the reporting that's come out from the ongoing audit, uh, we, we can hear and read, see, you know, that there have been um, all kinds of, uh, shall we call them irregularities already found. Um, but we're going to have to wait for that final report to know for sure. But the interesting thing in the meanwhile, I think um, especially interesting is um, the the visits uh, to Maricopa County and the auditing uh, room there. Um, by, I, I've lost track now, I think it's 12 or 13 uh, other states' representatives uh, from their state legislatures, 12 or 13 other states, have sent people to go and, and um, view how Maricopa County is conducting this forensic audit with the idea of coming back to their home states and uh, seeing if that kind of a forensic audit might not be appropriate for their states. Now, do you, what do you think will actually come of this? I don't know. Uh, we definitely will be in uncharted territory if, as expected, beginning with Arizona, um, the, the outcome uh, shows um, irrefutable evidence and, and boy, are they being meticulous there in, in uh, Arizona. Um, their procedures uh, for the security and the accuracy of the count are incredible. And that's why other states are sending reps to go view it. But if that evidence comes out irrefutably and verifiably um, that, that uh, the Arizona uh, count for President Biden should not have been certified, then, then we're in uncharted territory. It would be up to the, uh, the uh, state of Arizona uh, to reverse that certification. Uh, and then what if other states follow in their path, in their steps, and conduct their own forensic audit? And if they too, um, with meticulous procedures of auditing, um, you know, come to the conclusion that their states also fraudulently certified uh, the election in favor of Joe Biden. Then what? Um, I don't know what then. Uh, it goes to Congress. We know that. But at that point, totally uncharted territory. Constitutionally. I mean, so we're going into like 
And this is like Final Frontier shit. This is like we're going to space. This is where no man's gone before. This is unknown territory in the history of the United States. We've never had a situation like this before. And the Constitution itself is not uh, entirely clear. I don't think the Founding Fathers ever dreamed or imagined that such a thing could happen. Um, there are certain, uh, you know, basic, um, you know, premises in the, in, the, in the Constitution about how elections and how state certifications of elections are to go. But after that, I don't know. It's, yeah, that's, I've, thought, I've often tried to like, to like walk that out of my mind, like what would happen? Obviously it's, it's, well, if it was fraudulent or if there was irregularities, you, I mean, you would have to, you would have to put Trump back in office, but let's not even call it Trump and Biden. We'll just call it. Well, I don't know if that's what we do or not. Well, that, I mean, so, so, that's not necessarily the conclusion. So, so that, that's what I'm getting at. Let's not even call it, we'll call it whatever Trump and Biden. I've thought about this. Does the president go back in? Does the current step president The constitution say? does not say. That's so, the problem. Yeah. So does the interpretation then become, well, what do we know Russia and China love doing? They love sowing chaos. What would be more chaotic than this? Does the does the government say in closed door meetings it's more beneficial for us to to keep the facade of unity going forward because we can't be fractured by foreign powers? It's that's that's what I mean, is we don't know what it comes down to. But no, which way does it do they war game it out on a supercomputer and say, Okay, we know Biden's not the legitimate president, but we have to keep him in office because otherwise that will that will look like an open doorway for another country to come shove a wedge in and pry it open. It's fucking weird. Excuse me. I don't know. I mean, I I just really have to say uh, we've never been here before and I'm not sure how this would go. Well, that's terrifying. And yeah, that's, you know, if 2020 was the summer of love, what the hell would this bring? (laughs) Well, um, a lot of chaos uh, for sure. Ms. Lopez, as I as I told you before, I have not been sleeping well, so I think yeah. we're gonna wrap this one up. And I'm you, gonna you go need take to a get nap. some rest. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm I a, hope you can. I'm a little out of it. I'm sorry to cut this one short. I know it was no only worries. Half hour. No, it's as, okay. As always, I love having you on. I will see you. We'll, next, uh, I will see you we'll next. Pick Thursday. up again next week. Yeah. And you will be excited to know that Dr. Ken Alabek is coming back on for a second time. Excellent. You know, I have to go back and watch the first one even yet. Do, I want to do, do that. Yeah. I, my heart is broken. I thought you would have watched it already. I should have, but I went off okay. on a lot of days of travel and have been trying to catch up ever since with varying I'm, levels of success. I'm, I'm kidding. You can do it. Anyway, as Mike Lindell would say, sleep well. <laughs> Claire Lopez with, with the sly my pillow plug. We don't get any money from them, full disclosure. Thank you so much. I'll put your Twitter in the description. As always, go follow Claire. It's always a hoot. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for your patience with me and my erratic sleep schedule and scheduling disorders. You, you get, you have the patience of my mother. So with that, I have to say thank you sincerely, and I will see you next Thursday. Okay. Till then. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Take care. Recording stopped. Thank you.